Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that sets out to watch every action movie ever made and pit them against one another. With me, as always, is James and Dustin. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hello. You guys don't like getting introduced. You go through this it's every weird. time. It's a weird thing. Well, it's like, uh, it just has to happen, though. It's like, on, uh, how did this get made? Paul always introduces. Right. Oh, and then his wife, June's like, yeah. how are you? I'm fine. How are you, Paul? And then, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> here we are. I'm a little out of it today. I'm not feeling that great. I got a little bit of a cold, so I've got a lot of cold medication running through me. Um, I really want to get into this movie right away. It's a gem. I know James just watched it. He just finished it before we started, so I'm sure he's going to have the hottest takes. Uh, anything you guys want to recommend or talk about before? Uh, let's see. I saw First Man with Ryan Gosling. Uh, new Damien Chazelle movie about Neil Armstrong. And it was pretty solid. It's uh, it's definitely like a slow-moving movie. Very somber mood to it. But uh has like, some really amazing scenes and... What's that? Very Gran Turismo. What? I don't know. <laughs> I did see the trailer for the new Clint Eastwood movie when I went to see. I felt like I felt First like, Man. I got to admit, I kind of thought it looked a little bit good. Maybe it's probably not. Probably not. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, it's a it's a good movie. I'd say if you could see it on an IMAX screen, do that. I did not have the chance to do that because there are some visuals that are like phenomenal. They do a really good job of like giving you that feeling of like these are the first people to do this and like you're in yeah. this tin bucket that someone has cobbled together and like it's showing you like close-ups of like the bolts rattling and stuff when they're taking off and mm-hmm. you can you just get that like weird claustrophobic thing where it's like uh this could all just like come apart and it actually did it shows like all the people who you know had to die so that they could uh eventually get to the moon but i don't know ron howard did it really good <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a good movie, Apollo 13. A lot of things shake. A very different a, feeling. A lot of things shake in that movie. Yeah, there's a very different feeling in this movie to the to other yeah. astronaut movies that I've seen. Like it so, almost plays like a horror movie in a way. Well, I heard it's not patriotic enough. Would you like to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, it's not as like rah rah as a lot of those types of movies. More like it's there. about the men and the people who did it. Yeah, the individuals and like maybe the weird the weird building. experience of being the first people to do something like this so even now i made it a better movie then oh i don't know (laughs) i need it's it's very good in ways it's it's you know apollo 13's and you know that's an entertaining movie for sure oh yeah but um i don't know it's very interesting the way it plays out but i can see how a lot of people wouldn't love it because it's just sort of a, a slow moving thing and it's definitely more like a subdued feeling to it but uh even now thinking about it, it's just insane to think about like somebody was like, yeah, I'll fucking do that. I'll get in a fucking metal can and shoot me off the fucking planet up into like, it's just crazy to think about to me even still that anyone would do that. But um, there's always going to be somebody to line up to do something like that. I don't think their brains work the same way that ours work. Uh, I listened to an interview with one of the people that was on that spaceship trip. Yeah. Uh, it was just recently, it was on uh, I don't know, one of the podcasts I listened to, and there, he just doesn't see it as like the same way. Like, the, yeah, I mean, emotionally, you'd have, you'd have to be, but they're right? emotionally disconnected in a way that is bizarre to us, yeah, right. And uh, I think that you have to be a special, yeah, I mean, you have to be able to completely keep your composure yeah. when shit is like 
falling apart. Like by special, know. by special, I mean like different than a normal person. I don't mean yeah. necessarily like great. Well, that's it, hard to quantify. It's like something that makes them different and doesn't necessarily make them a better person on this planet, but it no. makes them special in a way that they're able to achieve something that another person might not be able to. Like Dexter. <laughs> like Dexter. I mean, not quite quite like Dexter, but... Yeah. I want to see it. I don't know. It looks pretty good. It is good. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, I think you you almost have to be in the right headspace when you watch it. The scene when they get to the moon is phenomenal. Was it filmed on the moon? Yes. <laughs> and by the moon, With I mean a, a back lot in uh, Warner Brothers and Stanley dug up Stanley, Stanley Kubrick. Kubrick yeah. <laughs> James, I watched the original Halloween. Oh yeah. Oh, good and, call. Uh, yeah, it was entertaining. I was watching that uh, today at work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. It's one of the all-time greats for me. That's. The slasher prototype, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it, so it, it was good to watch it for yeah. sure. Now you got to watch the new one. <laughs> yeah, do I? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. You like the new one? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It disregards disregards all other all other sequels in the franchise. So so this one, the new one's supposed to be take place right after the first one. No. no, it's 40 years later, but none of the movies that happened between oh, I happened see. in this timeline. Right. It's like a it's like a branch. Think of it like a tree branch. <laughs> it's going this way instead of what? this instead other way. Instead of that way. Wait a second. Mm. Wouldn't it be the trunk? Well, it has to branch off. <laughs> so one one went this way. All these different sequels. Eight, eight sequels and two remakes. It's more like they cut the branches off and one's the tip. And one's the base. It is a little confusing that they called the new one Halloween <laughs> as well. Did they call it the Halloween? No, it's just Halloween. Really? It's like Halloween and Halloween. <laughs> hmm. But now apparently there will be a sequel to the new Halloween because it made, made so much fucking, fucking money. Fucking money, yeah. I thought it was great. Was you watch anything, John? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, Black Klansman. Oh, yeah, I want to watch that. The movie got me, man. Yeah, yeah. It the the emotionally it was like no the whole the whole film, but the end the end there's this, this little tag on and it like completely broke me down. Hmm. Like I just I I think it might have just been the moment that I was watching. It. I was watching yeah. with Diana. I was with my wife. She gets pretty emotional at certain things, but it just completely caught me and just to be like, this is who we fucking are. Cool. All right. Mm. I don't, not to give too much away, but just to be like, racism. Cool. Cool. I mean, like, I can't, I mean, not to be political about it. It's just, I mean, I don't think this is very political to say, but like, fuck Nazis. And uh, the fact that that's still, it's it, like, it's happening again. It's so popular. It's just like, so crazy to me. It is a weird, it is weird time. Such a weird time. So I don't know. I, uh. I don't know, I appreciate it. I thought it was a really well. It's a really good movie. It's a really well made film, and it's really enjoyable. And the performances are like great. Yeah, like, I've heard it's like Spike Lee's best movie in a, a long time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'll be honest. I haven't watched that many Spike Lee movies or joints or whatever. Uh, I mean, I am a big fan of The Inside Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I, like, uh, I was always a big fan of Twenty Fifth Hour. Oh, Twenty Fifth Hour is good. I mean, Twenty Fifth Hour is really depressing. Yeah. It is. Uh, 
I'm just gonna name all the movies that have mostly white people in it. <laughs> That's Spike Lee. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. See, I'm the problem. I'm part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. Yeah. Why am I not saying like do the right thing? Like I'm just fuck. Terrible. But uh, I don't think he's really talking about me. I think he's talking about these fucking Nazi cocksuckers. But yeah, it, it's good. Uh, what's his name? Adam Driver. I starting off not liking him at all. Oh, in like life him. like I just in life in, like I didn't like it. the first time I saw him was on girls yeah and, and he plays such a dick on girls yeah. and I just didn't like girls very much too yeah but now he's one of my like favorite actors he's fantastic but um what's the the guy who plays the cop uh is it uh Denzel Washington's son oh yeah he's from ballers yeah yeah he's fran- he's fantastic yeah he's really really good yeah he's a good actor he's really great um, he's obviously the, like the star of the movie, but he stands out as being particularly awesome. Cool. I look forward to watching that. Uh, I did want to mention too, I also watched, um, uh, it's a weird time for wrestling right now because I, yeah, yeah it is. Well, because I just watched, uh, their evolution pay-per-view from this past weekend, which is their first all women pay-per-view, which is cool. It was really, it was really good. Actually, it was probably one of their better pay-per-views all year, but then, their next pay-per-view is Crown Jewel, which takes place in Saudi Arabia. You better not watch it. <laughs> I'm a little torn. You can't so watch it. So do you it. think John Cena is not going to show up? He already he, has said he's not going to. He yeah. said he's not going to. Daniel, Daniel Bryan is supposed to f- face AJ Styles, which would have been like the match of matches. But he's all, Daniel Bryan is also apparently refusing to work the show, which... Good on, good on. Them. It makes sense for, but I mean, especially for John Cena. Sure, he's like a, an actor in Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> he'll have a career after. Yeah, after wrestling. Like a deep career. So, what the yeah. fuck? Why would... Yeah. Talk about political. Well, they're all, and they're also <laughs> talking about this last week on Raw, right? Roman Reigns said... Oh, yeah, he has uh, leukemia. Or he, I guess he had it in the past, and it's re... What do they call it? It's come back, so... So, they, so he had to, like, sacrifice the... Or whatever, put down the belt. Yeah, but I read an article that talked about how... Now of of all time, like of all the times, of all the days th- that, to do it, that everything is going on, and then later on in that episode, they they use that news as part of now the of a storyline, the storyline. That's just and, that's just a wrestling thing that they've always done. Nothing, everything is fair game, and real and stuff that they can incorporate from real life helps make the storylines more powerful to the to the viewer. So they've always done stuff like that. A lot of people thought it was not very classy, but They've always done that kind of well, thing. I think so. that it's not a very classy. It isn't classy. It's just part of wrestling. It's just how it works. Yeah, I don't know. I There's a tennis match that's supposed to happen in uh, Saudi Arabia as well, between like Nadal and... Oh, yeah. Well, it's not a, it's a match. It's a, like a whatever. But I don't know if it's a tournament, but I don't know. Why the fuck? <laughs> it's embarrassing to have anything to do with them. So once again, yeah. I don't think it's really political to say... We should probably cut ties with Saudi Arabia as a country, but yeah. Well, you tell Justin. <laughs> I try to talk to him, but I just—he doesn't answer your calls. No, I lose myself in those baby blues. <laughs> his hands are tied, man. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, his hands are tied. Anyway, same same thing Vince McMahon fuck. says. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Vince McMahon. Okay. His like walk down to the ring is probably one of the best. <laughs> one of the best things in life. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Let's talk about hard target. Let's talk about hard target. Fucking roll the trailer. 
in the city of New Orleans, in a darker side of Dixie, away from the music and the lights. There's a new game in town. You'll be provided with a guide, trackers, and the weapons of your choice. I need to file a missing person report. The competitors are deadly. We pride ourselves in hunting only combat veterans, men who have the necessary skills to make our hunts more interesting. And they always win. You want to find your father? Get somebody who knows the city to show you around. Now, the opposition is about to get one last chance. What kind of a name is Chance? My mama took one. Our friend, Mr. Boudreaux, Silver Star, Marine Force Recon. He's obviously not someone we should underestimate. an annoying little insect. Now I'm stepped on hard. We need to get out of here now. Ladies first. What? These men will chase after you. Be mad at you for business or pleasure. Both. Look at it this way. You're gonna get to meet Elvis. Give it a rest, pal. Jean-Claude Van Damme is the hard target. You miss me. From internationally acclaimed action director, John Woo. How's it feel to be hunted? You tell me. Hard target. Well, that movie gets you going. <laughs> gets the blood pumping. He's one hard target. And he, he, proves his, he, he proves his name throughout the film. <laughs> Because he is the hard target. He's the one. Does, does he even get wounded? I don't even think he gets wounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Does yeah. he? Yeah, he gets like, I think at one point he gets shot. Does he get shot? I don't know. It wouldn't... He gets he gets like definitely all scraped up and shit and like, I don't know, like I think grazed. And... Uh, yeah, it, it seems at one point that he actually got wounded, but it might have just been like a graze. I mean, he grabs a board that's on fire with his hand. And he holds and it. And he holds it there. Just to be like, Jesus Christ, this man. <laughs> I don't think Jesus Christ. I'm trying to read. Did he, he not only him? grabs a flaming board, he you're not, thinking he, of Moses. He, he punches out a snake. Oh yeah, a motherfucking snake. Well, Dustin, this is your pick. <laughs> oh, James, this is your pick. This is my pick. You yeah. want to run down the I basic it, plot? I wish it was my pick. All right. Woman comes to town looking for her father. Finds out he's been missing. Files a police report. Not getting does, anywhere. Does he file a police report? Does she file a police report? Well, she attempts to, um, while that woman's cake is burning in her Detec- drawer. I Detective guess. Detective Mitchell. So are um, all the cops except for her on strike? Seems like it. Yeah. <laughs> so she tries to hire this drifter, and um, ends up hiring him, and then unravels this whole game that's going on where. The, um, this, I don't know what you would call the group. I don't know. They're like maybe former mercenaries or something. And now they have, they're running this like big game hunt kind of thing. Right. Man, well, no, man is the they're, most they're, dangerous they're, game. Yeah. They're writing their most dangerous game. Mm-hmm. So the rich guys pay to hunt down humans. And so they hire like homeless guys who are former. Yeah. And have veterans. no family or are supposed to have no family. Yeah war veterans to uh, make their hunts a little more challenging. 
So uh, and they find out that's what happened to her dad. And Jean Claude uncovers all this stuff that the police could <laughs> just by un- finding yeah a dog tag and some ashes yeah no, just, well also just by looking yeah <laughs> yeah just by just by bothering to well it, like we said if she's the only cop who's not on strike she probably just didn't have time to properly sift all that ash um, for any clues exactly so this movie came out in nineteen ninety three ninety three so yeah. we should have watched this as a double feature with what with nineteen ninety four's surviving the game. Oh yeah, starring Ice T. Ice T, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. For Sur- sure. Surviving and me? Gary Busey, yeah, another, and Rutger another man hunting game, and Charles S. Dutton and John C. McGinley. Holy what shit. the fuck? Yeah, I saw that movie. I'm picking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I can't tell you how jazzed I was for this movie when it came out, and uh, it came out. I think I'm pretty sure it came out in the summer because my mom took me and a friend, and she was going to pay for us to go in to see it because it was rated R. Okay, and then she was just Man, gonna leave and pick so us cool. and pick us up later. Nice. But then I got in a fight with her, and she canceled it when we were in the parking lot of the movie. Theater. Really? Ah, <laughs> I'll show you. And I was very upset. <laughs> I bet. So I had to wait till video to see it. But it was the first John Woo movie I ever saw. Okay. And I fucking loved it. This movie. I forgot how great this movie is. Like, I mean. Okay, slowly rolls, guys. It's one of those things that exists awesome. on the plane of being a piece of shit yeah. and being fucking awesome at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's got the classic shitty John Woo slow-mos <laughs> and... Uh, okay, well... <laughs> you're saying shitty John Woo. Yeah. It's also what makes him amazing when he does it right. Yeah, I think it's just funny. Like, he it's he just, definitely... Like maybe overdoes it. It's <laughs> over the, the top. Of, in the beginning of this movie. Like when Chance... Uh, Van Damme's character is going out the door of that cafe and he like it's like a slow motion he looks in the reflection of the door to see these guys who are going to rob a, a Yancey Butler's character that part is hilarious because when those guys come out of the cafe there's like two more like sitting on a bench loser roused about sitting there and they just they just like get up and join them like it was yeah. like a pre-planned thing like hey we got one yeah, yeah we but got guys, a, we got a mark. Guys crawl to the woodwork to work to like. <laughs> you think it's a small operation? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they just they like could have been like, we'll, 50, we'll go in, we'll find a mark. You guys wait outside. But there's like fifty fucking people that work for him. For oh yeah, well these guys at the beginning aren't. I don't think necessarily work for um, Fushan. No, no, they're they're just, all, everybody's a scumbag in this town. Yeah, yeah. seemingly. Well, in this part of the town. Yeah. Like that guy that runs the uh, porno flyers. He's oh. a, he's very scummy. Very scummy. <laughs> very scummy. He's a cartoon character. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his acting, though. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, very it's, uh, good, frightening. It's funny, like, there's certain people in this movie do, like, a really good job, I think. Like, um, uh, Willie C. Carpenter, who plays Elijah Roper. He's, like, the friend. He, he knew the girl's father, and he later is the one oh, who gets, he gets oh, hunted down. He yeah. does a good job. Um, but then like Yancey Butler, the, the main actress in the movie, she's fucking terrible. She is terrible. She's, <laughs> she's really bad. so bad. She's one of the worst I can think of it, like seeing in a movie. Mm. Apparently it, one of the executives on this film, yeah, after seeing this film was so blown away by their on-screen chemistry. Oh, really? That he wanted to take, to get another movie in the works. Really? Between Van Damme and yeah. Yancey Butler? I can see it. 
Oh, yeah, you can see it. Eh? Yeah, it's between, like, it's not like the words. I don't know. He had more it's, chemistry with that snake, I think. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, man. But when they almost ki- when, he, when he was, like, when she thought, she thought that, that he was, was going to kiss. kiss her, oh, yeah. they could see it in her eyes. <laughs> but she, like, threw her shoulders back a little bit and just, like, puckered up. And, of course, Van Damme is, is terrible. But uh, Lance Henriksen and Arnold Vosloo, the villains, they're they, fantastic. They are great. And they are just being deliciously evil in this. Just hamming it up. And then on the other hand, you got Wilford Brimley who goes way overboard. <laughs> Wilford Brimley pretty much does to the South what like... To Cajuns. Ben, yeah. What Ben Stiller does to Simple Jack <laughs> yeah. in uh, yeah. Tropic Thunder. He just like makes a caricature. It's, like, yeah, he it goes, it's he a goes total caricature. Full horrible. Of Cajun people. Uncle Duvet. Uncle Blanket. <laughs> Charles? Is that you, Charles? And when he says, uh, he tells him, I got some men after me. And he's like, I know. I can smell them. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell them? Yeah, people from Louisiana, like, they yeah. can smell. They, uh, can, they can smell men. Like polar bears, like a couple kilometers at least. Amazing. But that's the thing about this movie. The things that are awesome about it, like most of the action I think is actually really fucking awesome. And, and then the things that are like terrible about it are just as entertaining as the things that are good about it. And that's why it's just so fucking fun, this movie. Like, I've watched this probably, I don't know, 10, 20 times, and it is fun every time I watch it. It's pretty fun. It gets better the further the movie goes, the better the movie gets. Yeah, well, it really picks up like halfway yeah, through. Yeah, I mean, it turns from a, a cheesy action to like action. Yeah, once once Wu starts just like going nuts. So, yeah, I have some thoughts. Mm. I don't think that this should have been a like karate kung fu type action movie. Well, it would probably be better without some of it. Although I got to say there's something for Van Damme shooting a guy six times and then roundhouse kicking him in the face. There is, (laughs) but it really feels like the movie was actually made to be more like a detective like private yeah. private detective mm-hmm. movie. So like if he had been a private detective who's just like like a Sam Spade type who's just trying to get by and he's he's like he can be ex military or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um but it would give him a, a backstory and it would make more sense the gunplay is what's so much better and like it would explain how he like solves the mystery right mm-hmm. the gunplay is better than the fighting although i don't mind some of the hand to hand stuff like we watched that first scene where he beats up those guys yeah. by the car there's actually some good decent stuff in but there you could have made him a boxer yeah and it would have been just as good well and and that storyline you're looking for would make more sense with their original choice Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell yeah. Oh yeah, see there we go. Right. But they didn't want to wait 2 years. They should have him. waited. Now if they waited 2 years to make this movie with Kurt Russell, I'm get, telling you this would have been in our top 10. Yeah, but man, it is so glorious because of all that crappy crappiness of it too. But like, it's like but the Van Damme lines that are just terrible. His yeah. fucking greasy mullet and and single earring <laughs> and his like Which trench coat highlight. and then later his like full denim button up tucked in yeah, sure. to the yeah. jeans. Okay, I get it. The movie has is better than it has any right to be. <laughs> yeah. Because of its failures. Yeah. But like everything works, even the things that don't work. <laughs> Do they? I think so. I think this movie works on so many levels. I know, but wouldn't you rather seen the Kurt Russell movie? 
Well, maybe it would have got would, lost. I would like to also see the Kurt Russell They can movie. make a good movie any day. Am I right, guys? Yeah, exactly. But they can't make Hard Target. No, we're never going to no. see Hard Target again. <laughs> I Honestly, though, I fell in... Like, when I saw this, I fell in love with the action. And, like, so then when I finally got to see, like, The Killer and Hard Boiled, you know, that was, like, a big deal <laughs> for to me. Well, well, and I can see why... You, I the, mean, sh- I, the shootout especially at the, the end. The shootout at the end. So everything that happens from the... The hit on the fat guy. On, yeah. Well, really, no. When he blows his brains out in the car. With no, the I'd shotgun. say before that it would be the <laughs> like his reaction. Sorry, when he shoots him. Yeah. He's like, oh, like that, it was so messy. He was great. Um, everything happens actually from the like the midnight hunting session in the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Once the yeah in the graveyard with the mausoleum things or whatever. Everything from then on is great. Yeah, that's where it really picks up steam because in the beginning you get a lot of. Slow motion, John Claude entering and exiting buildings, and uh, and then just a lot of Yancey Butler being pretty terrible. Sorry, Yancey Butler, if you ever hear this, she's. I'm sure she's doing fine. I'm sure she's doing fine. She is. She's rough in this movie. She's rough. Well, but so would I mean, I would be rough, but I'm not an actress. <laughs> so some of the great lines at the very beginning. It. I think a lot of the movie is front loaded with some of the great horrible lines. With amazing delivery, I think one of your favorite James was. Uh, let's not say what it is. It's it involves what some guys attacking John Claude. I would say in the beginning of the movie, the first half, you get t- two of the good lines. The one is when he's fighting those guys outside the cafe. Um, that's one, and then the other one would be when he discovers the dog tags in the that burnt out building. Um, after they beat the crap out of him. So let's hear those. Now take your big stick and your boyfriend and find a bus to catch. Oh, this guy's funny. <laughs> friendly advice, Boudreaux. Get the fuck out of Dodge. Do it today. And tell that bitch girlfriend of yours to point her titties north and step on the gas. So the the weirdest thing about the first line is he says go find a bus to catch. Like it's just so odd. Maybe it's like really shitty noir writing though. Yeah, I mean it's somebody trying to write cool action movie lines but just failing every time. <laughs> At least every line that Van Damme says in this movie is a, is a bad fucking attempt. And it's like they just took the first Somebody just wrote down the first thing and didn't try to like, oh, I got to come up with something funnier or sharper not than a lot that. Of, not a lot of punch up on this movie. <laughs> At least not on Van Damme's bits. Uh, well, that's but that's the thing too. Like Lance Henriksen and Arnold Vosley, you get the sense that no one needed to write their lines for them. Oh, although they they hired uh, Sam Raimi on this, I think because yeah. they wanted him to. He was just there in case John Woo failed at at directing an, an american movie and then he and would take able, over yeah if he wasn't able to properly convey what he wanted because he, his english was so bad to uh, everyone working on the movie then they just were gonna then sam raimi was just gonna step in and take over uh that seems pretty fucked up yeah but uh, but this was the first major american movie directed by an asian director really ever yeah oh it only took uh <laughs> fucking 100 years guys <laughs> good at you so Sam Raimi was there. He didn't end up stepping in and taking over. But uh, Van Damme sure 
had his way with this movie. Yeah, I guess he locked himself and somebody else in the editing him and, room. And, him and his editor, because yeah. he has final cut. Uh, they locked themselves in and they cut the movie down because it was originally a two-hour cut. But honestly, it's probably for the better because yeah, apparently the other, like Wu had a whole bunch of more stuff to do with Fushan, Lance Henriksen. And you know, we've seen in Wu movies how he likes to set up the villain almost as much as the hero. Like in Hard Boiled, we, yeah. we get both sides of these characters, you know? Like, I could have had a few more uh, pigeon flight scenes <laughs> but uh like, no more pigeons would have been good as egotistical as as van damme is known to be uh it probably was for the better in this case because i'm not sure that a two-hour cut of this movie would have made it would have made it better like i think it's pretty fun at the length that it's at uh the version i watched was about an hour and 40 minutes do you guys remember how long yours was? Yeah, like an hour thirty. Because we were just we were just watching some scenes before we started recording, and they were not cut the same way that the version I watched. Like there were some scenes where Van Damme shoots some of these guys like twenty, thirty times, and the version that we were just watching the scenes from here, he shot a guy like twice, and it cut from there. So Wu cut. Yeah, well, apparently they had to cut it seven times to get an R rating. To oh, it was too much. It was too much. It was too much. Pussies. <laughs> but the version I watched last night, I swear, had more shooting in it, like guys getting shot more times and stuff than than what I had previously seen. Yeah, I thought I'd just watch a standard cut. I think yeah. I watched, the version I watched was around a hunt, uh, hour 40. Yeah. Somewhere around there. That's the thing I like, is just how many, it's not enough to just shoot a guy once, twice. You got to unload the entire clip into each guy and then reload your gun and then unload the next entire clip into another guy. Yeah, I appreciate but, that. Unless you only have one bullet in your gun. Like a fucking idiot. Like a moron. Yeah. Why would you have that gun? I just... Because it's cool. Because I guess... It's cool. It looks fucking cool. It makes no sense that someone would use well, a gun like Lance Henriksen's weapon in this movie. I mean, if you didn't have the gun, you wouldn't have that awesome scene at the end where he forces her to... Yeah. To load the load his while quivering, yeah, his, <laughs> his little giggle. He's great. He's he's better in this than in the last movie we watched with him. What Stone Cold? Yeah, he was great in that too. He's better in this, I think. Yeah, maybe he's pretty great in everything. <laughs> he's pretty good. I mean, these are the these are the kinds of movies he mostly showed up in, and I don't know. He's always just fun, just so much fun to watch. That whole scene with him, where his jacket lights on fire. Oh yeah, it, it wasn't intentional that his jacket was light on fire, but he kept in character. Yeah, and so they, then they kept it in the movie. He was they kept that cut, you know, that shot in the movie with him throwing the jacket off. And stuff. I've there's I, if the whole movie was like the warehouse scene, I think we're looking yeah. at one of the best movies we've watched. <laughs> well, let's not discount the scene in which Jean Claude Van Damme stands up on a motorcycle, rides it like a skateboard. <laughs> And shoots at an oncoming vehicle full of bad guys. Then, then jumps, jumps over. Then over rolls it. over the rolls top. Rolls over the top, yeah. Turns around and shoots until the whole vehicle blows up. And then says, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... I've, you know, who hasn't done that, though? Yeah, I mean, they. you've seen it before. I've seen a lot of these motorcycle Been surfing there, and shooting yeah. scenes. I mean, I, every time I see that scene, I fucking start giggling to myself. And I'm just like... Well, <laughs> so much fun because it, it is so absurd. Yeah, as soon as he starts heading towards that vehicle, I know it's coming. 
He's like, this is where he's going to stand up on the motorcycle. And, and he's the, like billowing yeah. denim shirt because it's tucked in. <laughs> it just looks great. It's just so great. Where's the girl? Where's the girlfriend at this point? He does a little rev and he like, he, she, like know, she pops off. Which is actually, actually really slick. Yeah. That's a really slick thing. There's lots of little but, slick but, stuff but, like but, that. No, John Woo does like that. I bet where is she in time and space, though? She's at the she's at the she's like X or at the um where the construction the is. She's yeah. not that far from him though. Oh yes, because they were driving. Yeah, he drives like really fast down the. No, down but the he jumps over or rolls over that vehicle. Then that vehicle is heading towards, towards her. her. Yeah, and then yeah. he turns around and, and then shoots he a bunch shoots it till it blows up. Yeah, well, I don't think that John Woo takes into account how explosions work. In the sense that they move like... What do you mean? They move like in all directions, not just in the direction that he wants them to move. Well, like how paper mache or whatever those floats are made of blow up. Blow up. They blow up and start on fire immediately and there's like sparks flying everywhere. Love it. I mean, it's awesome. Dude, I hate it when I drop a piece of paper and it lights another piece of paper (laughs) on fire because it sparked against (laughs) another piece of paper. That is the worst. It looks so great, though. There's all these sparks flying everywhere. There's shrapnel. That's the thing with the Wu stuff. There's shrapnel flying and particles of shit. Hey, flying I'm not going to complain about it. Bullets are riddling. It's got a. It's got the uh, first run of a f- uh, of the in one of the my favorite face club uh, face club. One of my favorite face off scenes, in which they're standing back to back, back to back against the same wall, against the same wall. Yeah. This Classic Wu. This doesn't have the amazing point where. They look into each other's faces, but they're actually looking to their own faces, but they're actually looking to another person's face. Yeah, I mean, that's taking oh, it to another level. That's so good. <laughs> we should watch Face Off again. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, okay, this I'm not going to say this is John Woo's best American movie. I will. That's <laughs> Miss Mission Impossible Props too. Um But it has the best action of all the American movies he did. It's amazing. The action scenes are so fucking good. What like, else has he made? Face Off, Broken Arrow. Um, what was that? Paycheck with Ben Affleck. Um, fuck, what else? Mission Impossible. Wind Talkers with Nicolas Cage, that World War II movie. Red Cliff. Red Cliff was an American I know. Movie. Yeah. Okay, so it's maybe his best American movie. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I'm sure most people would say Face Off is his best. And, and, and they'd be probably right. They probably would be right. But the action in this movie is better. And frankly, this is a more fun movie to watch to me. Even though Face Off has the amazing Nick Cage stuff in it. Well, okay, I don't know. I, it's, hard to, gets, it's hard to say. It's, Nick Cage gets pulled down by John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, face he off. totally does. If, if it was somebody, Oh, you've come around to the James perspective yeah, on yeah. this. Travolta yeah, brings that movie down. I have come around. <laughs> Huh. If it was a different, what? I don't think it Travolta brings that movie down. I think the yeah, whole he Travolta's family aspect. Brings oh, his that family down. brings it down, and the touching that kid's face, the daughter and, his, and the wife, his and plain ass wife, who Nicholas Cage really wants to fuck. The face waterfalls, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, the face waterfalls. So something in this movie, where the at the beginning the guy closes the dead guy's eyes, yeah. with his foot. Oh yeah, <laughs> what the sure fuck that is works. that? I'm what not you do sure. Is you put your boot toe on the guy's forehead, yeah, and then, and then you just kind of pull his, it, brow. Pull, pull his <laughs> brow down, and it closes his eyes for him. Yeah, sorry, you know, I just that reminded me of that the face wipe. Well, there's lots of you know, and there's the guys on the motorcycles with the machine guns. That's in we saw that in Hard Boiled. Uh, you've got the doves, of course, flying and pigeons and pigeons. <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 Dubs, no, no dubs for the in the budget. They did. <laughs> they had one dove. Speaking yeah. of pigeons, that's pretty. That's when you. That's your favorite kill. You said when that guy gets shit on by those pigeons. Yeah, the guy on the motorcycle gets shit on, so he shoots the pigeons, and then uh, he looks down and. And there, uh, yeah, there he is staring at him. And then he goes to shoot uh, Jean-Claude and then he kicks the gas can up. As soon as it gets up to his face or head level, then he shoots it and like... With a shotgun. With a shotgun. With one hand. And (laughs) annihilates him through the window. I think there's a case to to be made that Jean-Claude Van Damme might be a, he might be a blade. He might be a blade. Yeah, he might be a daywalker. <laughs> okay, he just appears places, right? Uh-huh. Like all of a sudden he's he's behind Nat. Yeah, he's behind Nat when she's leaving at the at the, the cafe. No, 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 no. When she's leaving at the um, waterfront. What? Sorry, the waterfront. You mean when she's in the car and he's behind the, okay, he's, the crates? So, oh, yeah. He's, he's, he, she's, he has, he has she's, circled around to be dramatically driving, revealed. She's driving away from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she has and, to wait for the, the But then all crates. of a sudden he's there. He knows all the shortcuts in that yard. <laughs> but he ran really, really fast. <laughs> I then. know. Yeah, so so that he could stand there you gotta get and that dramatic be slowly reveal. revealed but as the forklift pulls that's why I'm saying, barrels away. That's why I'm saying <laughs> alternate theory, he's part the undead. Well, yeah, that would be an interesting theory. Because it's also his supernatural strength. I mean, if he had been in Hard Target 2, which they have made, it's a directed video movie. Yeah. Uh, that would have been an interesting angle to... He's definitely missed. ...to approach. He hold, he can hold the <laughs> fire. He holds a fire stick. A board. A board. Fi- it's on fire, and he just doesn't even flinch. Well, he grabs that snake and punches it out. He punches it. He's faster than a snake. Yeah. Which is super fucked up, because then he bites off the rattler. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like... Because he's an animal. We got a surprise for these fuckers. (laughs) And then he makes a booby trap out of of, uh, this... Yeah. It's an angry snake. He's He's leaving it for his friends. And then Lance Hendrickson puts it all together really quickly what happened. And it's like... He pretty much slow hand claps. As in like, (laughs) this guy is... This son of a bitch. This guy (laughs) is a genius. Then he blows the snake's head off with one of his one-shot... Yeah, bullets. <laughs> Calm down, Lance. You don't have a lot of those. <laughs> but his interactions with those other bad guys are so funny in those scenes. And he's like, "If you guys would die quieter, yeah, quieter, and pick up the pace, and which they all catch up to him. All these guys paid seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to be there to get killed. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a drug, man. And then well, another big guy is like, "You are a fucking buffalo." <laughs> yeah, that was really. <laughs> Okay, so there's a whole, but Lance Hendrickson has got all the best, uh, most of the best scenes. Yeah, and there's a lot of like real funny shit that happens while they're chasing Jean Claude. Yeah, in the end, <laughs> with those guys, <laughs> fucking Buffalo. That was I forgot about that line. That was really good. Well, and he has like, like he's great even right till the end. Like, yeah, the whole end sequence between them is great too. Yeah, and then he thinks he. Uh, He's unplugged the grenade yeah. that Jean-Claude put in his pants. Uh, it would also make sense why he uses that gun, because that is an ancient gun that was blessed 
by a priest. <laughs> right, to kill and it's vampires. it's the only gun that can kill vampires. So Lance Henriksen is like the Van Helsing. So he's actually a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy and Van Damme is the vampire. And all the people that they've been hunting were all vampires as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> but you get that hilarious bit when he pulls out the pin. Or whatever in it. Then yeah, and then, then he starts then laughing. He's like, like, <laughs> like uh oh. Whoop. Whoop. It, spark, yeah, whoop. it sparks and blows him up. Their fight is pretty fun, though. He's hitting him with the flaming board. He's, he, Van Damme gets him with some shotgun spray, and you see those yeah. lines yeah, from face. the pellets across his face and stuff. Uh, the devastating kick to the chest, though. Yeah, the drop kick. It's like fucking crazy. And then. Hendrickson like quickly rolls to his left and then kicks, kicks the flaming that flaming barrel. Yeah. And then Van Damme like flip rolls. Gets the chance to do like the seventh flip in this sequence. Oh, not enough <laughs> butt shots though. <laughs> no, that's true. We didn't get any fucking well, buns from Van Damme. No did, did we even get the splits? I don't think we got the splits. I think we got a double kick, didn't we? Yeah, we got some. We got like a, got a lot of sweet roundhouse we kicks. Got a, we got a kick in the air that looks like he was kind of doing the splits, but it wasn't. Like hmm. I needed to see him like on two barrels, and he's like, I need kind his, of like I need his legs to be spread as far as humanly yeah. possible, <laughs> and I don't need him to be wearing the least amount of clothes on yeah, his lower no, half. I don't want to see those buttons. Pref- preferably <laughs> nothing. I want a time cop right up his asshole. <laughs> But yeah, you're right about that kick. It looks brutal when it he looks hits it. And then Henriksen coughs up a whole bunch of blood right yeah. then. And then, yeah, the, they they get into the but flaming he, he board. He quickly recuperates. He does. I would, my chest would have caved in at that point. <laughs> yeah. I'd be at least winded. His, his boot might have gone through me. Holy shit. Like a Jason Voorhees kind of thing. I do like how he decided to lower himself on that pelican oh yeah and start shooting at everyone that was majestic <laughs> because <laughs> but that's the that's the woo he is majestic it's the ballet of gunplay happening here yeah <laughs> like it's well but it makes no sense from he's gonna a come tactical down. he's gonna come standpoint. down on a beautiful swan yeah. and he's gonna start shooting people with his shotgun and everyone's gonna be like whoa where's that coming where from where is he what what's <laughs> happening hey what the fuck that swan's got a gun or is it a pelican <laughs> it's a pelican <laughs> whatever uh that is hilarious because it's like obviously that would your eye would be immediately drawn to this thing well, being well yeah lowered. <laughs> tactical wise it makes no sense he also can't move so all somebody has to do is just like take a breath. They could have just shot the shit out of that thing and it would have gone, you know, as we've seen with all the other paper mache shit in this. They do shoot the shit of it and it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it falls apart, but he's already dived off of it, done three flips in the air and landed on his feet. <laughs> there's a lot of henchmen in this movie. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. But more to kill. More like like every time they kill some henchmen, more henchmen just show up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you count the henchman at one point, he <laughs> oh, kills yeah. that many. Yeah, and then, and then, and then, then new more. guys just show up. Well, that's the beauty too, because you've got you've got those guys that have paid to be there, so we know what they look like because they're kind of distinct. But the rest are just dudes in SWAT gear, so it doesn't matter how many of them you kill. You can just keep throwing another faceless SWAT guy in it's, there to get blown away. Which is true. And I also appreciate the fact that he brought in like so many guys that paid so much money to be there. It wasn't just like two. It's like four or five guys. I think it was like five or six. So you had the guy that we see at the beginning who uses those arrows, those metal arrow things. Yeah, we have the cigar guy. Cigar guy with the is that the same guy that has the Hawaiian shirt? I think so. Then there's like a guy with a mustache, and then there's the buffalo fucking buffalo guy with the cowboy hat. <laughs> so how many people? You, what's the body count? Do you think? I looked it up. 
You you did look it up? Yeah, I, I have a rough idea. I, yeah, I read, what, 34, with, including the snake? Yeah, 34, <laughs> including the snake. I'm glad someone thought to include the snake. It seems did like there would be a the lot more. Yeah. Wait, 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 I have 38 here. Oh, yeah? I've got 26 by... Are you on bodycount.com? They don't have it on bodycount.com. The official... What? That's no longer the official body on. count site of <laughs> Action Action Podcast. <laughs> what, what good are they? If they don't have hard target, send them an email, please. I don't, yeah. Harshly worded email. Oh, shit, man. Let me look this up. You guys talk amongst yourself for a second. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not actually that many people, if that's true, if that's the accurate count. But it seems like a lot of people get, it's, you know why it seems like so many people get shot? Because he shoots each one of them 25 times. That's true. I, I do like how it shows him reloading his gun multiple yeah. times. He steals clips from other people's belts and stuff. But he still shoots way more bullets than oh, I think he yeah, has. Yeah, for sure. I don't know much about guns, but does the bottom thing just fit in all of them? <laughs> the clip? No. No. It has to be the right kind of gun. So they all just happen to use the same gun? Well, they do seem to use a lot of 9mm Berettas in this movie. and they So I guess it's supposed to be he's just taking each... Of those clips from everyone. Well, I can't even find... For some reason, I'm having a hard time getting to the Body Count website, but I have uh, that Chance Kills 26. Sounds about right. Uh, Van Cleef kills three. Uh, What'd you do last week? Uh, I killed 26 people. Yeah. <laughs> In a day. <laughs> We're like two days, maybe. Well, I it, think it's like two days. Where does he sleep? He's homeless. I don't know. Where do they sleep? Well... Because that one guy, like the whole graveyard scene is at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we get the first opening scene where they're chasing the other first guy. So I don't know. There's, it's over a few days time. But uh, oh, I was going to say it's funny how everyone in town fucking knows who he is. And they all they all know that he's going. He's shipping out on the I thought you were shipping boat. out. Uh, yeah. Like the porno guy knows that. For some reason, yeah, that's thought, why thought you mean, were supposed to catch a ship. Does that mean he was there like earlier talking to that guy and be like, Oh, yeah, I'm going out, I'm setting, I'm sailing? Hey, yeah, you fat fuck, yeah, hey, porno guy, I guess <laughs> I'll tell you a hey, story. Let me, let me tell you something. Hey, that's why it would have made sense that he's like a private investigator who like is hanging out in skeezy bars and drinking lots, and everybody knows him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'll come around. He should have been a PI. No, no, I, I agree with you, and that would make sense with Kurt Russell. Yeah, but uh, this movie. Why makes can't John Claude Van Damme yeah. be a PI? Because it. No, he's not. Just, he's just not. It's just not him, man. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you're right. He's the punch and snakes hold, out he's not kind a of guy. I can. I, I mean, can, the one bit of detecting we get from him is he goes and finds a dog tag, and then when the cop is like, "Well, there's no proof that your father was murdered," he's like, "There is now," and he yeah. has a special envelope in which he has placed. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like he's, he's trying to the dog tag. No, 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 no. That's not what happens. I thought the same thing, but that's not what happened. He got arrested. Yeah. So when he got arrested, he they, asked for an envelope. No, they took his stuff. Oh, okay. That's why a watch I comes out. Make, I guess that makes sense. Oh <laughs> yeah. Calm down. And now who's the detective? Me, baby. <laughs> Me, baby. <laughs> um, it's very Jack Black. So, uh, you can suspend your disbelief about paper mache ricocheting <laughs> the, flamma- the flammable but, nature of but no to, to even the thought of of uh he's a man of action he's well, not a man he's of a man of action detective well the things. thing is is like paper mache blowing up that's one thing 
Jean-Claude Van Damme being a... Jean-Claude, but Jean-Claude Van, Damme. Van Damme acting? Investigating like, uh, things? He does investigate. All they have to do is just change his job. That's all they have to do is just change his job. But that's the only investigation that happens in the whole movie. And then it's like they're on to the plot of this, whole, <laughs> of this it. whole thing. It's way more believable that he's like a drifter that just beats the shit out of people and everybody knows. If... He, if you're supposed to believe well, he's I don't think like he beats the shit of people though, I don't get that feeling either. I, I'm trying well, to like, figure out why people know him. Well, no, they say oh, uh, he he broke the arm of his. No, he broke the nose. And he broke the nose of the guy of on his the, the captain of his but that, previous. That ship. was an authority figure. I don't right. think he's just going around. Fighting no, no, he's not other beating drifters. No, no, he doesn't people. just go around. But he like, beats up people who need beating. Yeah, up. and he annihilates that guy's arm. In the first... Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, he, like, windmill whips him to the ground after breaking his arm over his I shoulder. I want to go back to brutal. one more thing about the uh, dog tags. Yeah. Did anybody else catch how horrible of a cop this lady is? Uh, she goes and she takes the piece of evidence... To be fair, she's overworked. She takes the piece of evidence... And she throws that it supposed, on that corpse? No, she's supposed to link... Uh, you know, this is... Uh, make this a crime... And she takes it, not in a bag, in her hand, mm-hmm. puts it into the uh, d- d- doctor's pocket, yeah. and then just leaves. Yeah. Yeah, and then throws all that paperwork. Throws the paperwork on the yeah. body. On <laughs> the body that he's operating So, on. she just, he just, she just left. It looks cool when you just oh, whip, yeah, it, looks whip cool. it down. Well, you, like can, oh, you can also be like, oh, those are copies. You know what really skeeved but, me out, and I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this, is when Lance Henriksen... Who pun- are you talking to? You. The audience. John, sorry. When Lance Henriksen punches out uh, the fat porno guy and he like, it rips his uh, cut across his knuckles. Oh, it, he then puts his hand in the fish bowl yeah. to yeah. rinse his wound. Oh, trust to me. To get that shit infected. <laughs> I trust me. I, <laughs> I was like, oh no. I taught, oh, Diana was watching it with me and I was like, that's the most disgusting fucking thing. <laughs> he puts it in that murk. In this dirty. As this soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, John's going to have a problem with this. This guy is a slob. <laughs> Yeah, and, <laughs> and you know what? There's no indication other than the fact that he sells people into death. He's a death merchant. Yeah, that he's actually a bad guy. I mean, like, okay, so he runs a porno business. Whatever, everybody's got to eat. He's he's heavy. Okay, but yeah, there's some fat but, shaming in there. Yeah, you just got to be a fat slob. You're and you're a piece of shit. But that's all he takes, man. We all knew that he was a piece of shit, didn't we? Well, because he was fat <laughs> and a slob and a slob. And then that and led to the pornography. Yeah. By the way, that porno business is fucking booming. He's got <laughs> stacks of papers everywhere. Well, and people lined, lined up, up at the, the door. door. I guess it's not a porno business. It's a it's, it's a, like, show it's a or call something. line or like one of those like nine hundred yeah. numbers. Oh, okay. Anyway, he is making bank. He could probably afford a fucking shower. <laughs> he and he gets a <laughs> can afford another fucking <laughs> he, beef dip is what he, he can afford. Yeah. <laughs> He gets a real rough deal in this movie, though. Yeah. When he gets that, he gets, does he get the... Uh, he gets his ear cut off. Ear cut off. Which, get, by the way, was a direct nod to Reservoir Dogs, because in Reservoir Dogs, the standoff was a nod to John Woo. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, does he get a bat slammed into his stomach? Yeah, something like that. And they kick him around a lot and throw him into walls and... <laughs> Then Van Damme beats like the good guys and the bad guys are yeah, beating this poor this, schlub. Up. This poor fucking porn peddler. All he wants to do is get a fucking hand job because he's had a rough day. And then goddamn Chance shows up just to fucking ruin Chance, it. Chance, he's getting his massage. Chance comes and 
Yeah, and fucks that up for yeah, him. Yeah, he's like he's really digging it. And then too, in the though. end, he gets his head blown apart like a watermelon full of meat. Yeah, and there's <laughs> the other that's thing quite is, the description. There's a lot of casual homophobia in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's there. A lot of a lot of guys calling each other, or saying something about his, yeah, their boyfriend. boyfriend or whatever. <laughs> I mean, this is 1993, though. I think I don't think any of us can say that we weren't casually homophobic. <laughs> uh-huh. We At were least. also children. <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of a like Steven Seagal movie because I think he says similar lines in those movies. Oh yeah, probably mm-hmm. about the same time. Yeah, yeah, a lot of that kind of. What does he say? Oh, we we already played the line. Take your pig stick and your boyfriend. Yeah, find go a, find a bus find to a catch. Bus to catch. <laughs> I guess. I don't know, man. I'm like, oh, sick burn. Yeah. If he, if he like, like flicked a quarter at him or something like that, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, mm. Also, does he pay for an entire meal with like 86 cents? Uh, he pays for his coffee because she says he he used some other line on her about the gumbo, which it was a tragedy. Apparently. Yeah, he said that. Uh, he said, I, wallet, my wallet was in my tux. Tux, yeah, yeah. Found my wallet in my tux. He's like, I used that one on you already? She's like, yeah, for the gumbo. He forgot, like, a few minutes later that he already used that line to trick her about paying for the gumbo. I thought it was about a different meal. Maybe, but he, they just talked about the gumbo. I don't know. And then she's like, yeah, you used it for the gumbo. Let's see if there's something lost in translation. <laughs> I don't know. That diner is packed, though. Yeah. Well... Those, you know, those kind of shitholes always have good stuff in them. Yeah, but it seems like nobody's really eating in there. It's just a bunch of guys. They're just milling around looking for women to e- rob. Yeah. <laughs> Rastaboats. <laughs> anyway, was, I got, every time I watch this movie, it's a blast. And yeah. I look forward to watching it again. It was delightful. In the future. Uh, yeah. It's probably the funnest Van Damme movie. I mean, I got a lot of love for Bloodsport. You know, people love Kickboxer. This Boxer, is way better than Cyborg. I have I like Lionheart. Uh, we got to do sudden death. The one at the hockey arena. Fuck yes, we do. That's got one of the greatest kills ever in a Van Damme movie. We'll get to it. Oh yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> Time Cop. We got to do Man. Time Cop. There's some. There's still some good Van Damme. That's Dam the scene where they go up his butt. Right, as you've mentioned. <laughs> hey man, I know about John Claude Van Damme's butt. Yeah, well, we did, I, we talked we've talked about his butt quite a bit on this. Uh, you reali- go back. You go back and listen to Universal Soldier. <laughs> Realistically, I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, involving that, but <laughs> but not enough of it in this particular film. Not enough in this movie. So let's just get back. Uh, let's get down to the ratings here. Overall reaction. I did. I did not think I would end up at a six, but I did. When I started off, I was like, "Oh, this movie is boring." But overall. Reaction is a six and the score is a six. Yeah, my reaction is a seven. Overall score is 6.2. Uh, my reaction is a seven. Somehow I come in the lowest of you guys at 5.8. It's because I gave the quotes and the plot such low ratings. Because while the quotes are very enjoyable, they are very terrible. Quotes and tropes. <laughs> yeah, and the tropes are really terrible too. But, <laughs> but that's... Okay, hold on a second. I'm going to actually argue with you on this. Okay. Okay, so... You were talking about how this movie is so great because of how so how bad it is and how yeah. it does it so poorly. It does it. It does bad so well. Yeah. So it's that a, falls directly in line with tropes. Just because a trope stands out and it's done really bad, if it's it 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 should be really good in your. You've got a point, but 
I guess I'm looking at it like I'm trying to balance this out. Like this is a hard thing to rate where you recognize how bad a lot of things are, but at the same time you're getting so much pleasure from that badness. But right. Do you say that's why you like the movie so much and that's why you gave it a higher rating? I gave it my reaction as a seven because I had so much fun watching it. I was still being like trying to be like, you know, I recognize that these things are actually bad. I don't know. I'm saying I, don't, I normally don't argue about ratings, but well, no, and, no, I'm, I'm open to the debate. Actions and kills like you gave the same I, as me. Nine. I gave it nine because I think because the action is the, almost as awesome as, you, as it could be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, see, I, me too. I gave that lower because I don't think I, I don't think you. It can't be as awesome as it can possibly be. I say almost. I uh, it's, it's a couple steps below almost. I don't think so. So eight. <laughs> well, he said seven. <laughs> I think the action is much better. No, than I said it's a couple steps below almost. Oh, below almost. Which would be like a seven. What did I give it? I think the Marty yeah, Gra- it graveyard seven. scene rivals. I'm saying it's rivals it, like it's some not, of the good stuff in. Hard-boiled. I don't think it's one step down from Ong Bak, Hard Boiled, or the Raid. In action only, I think it is. If you took out everything, other factor. So you're saying the raid and this separated by just a a hair. Well, talking about action. Action. Yeah. In action only? In, yeah, in kills. Yeah, oh, I'm surprised. I think the action's really fucking awesome. Well, your low score dooms this movie. <laughs> dooms this movie. <laughs> to stay one point, point one point behind Die Hard 2. And Mission Impossible 1, and tied with Police Story, I'm going to give this above Police Story for me. I enjoyed it more. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have a long, slow, boring part in the middle like Police Story. Police Story, man, is, a I think, a more important action movie. Oh, you know what? And somehow I gave Police Story that I liked it more. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. Well, you know, fucking... Well, Police Story is good. Time's change. um, Yeah, I don't know. I've gone back to this movie many times, so... I guess I'd have to put it ahead of Police Story too. Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> I'm apologizing to Jackie again. Yeah, I think I agree with you that Police Story is probably a more important action movie. But, man, Hard Target is just so damn enjoyable. This is I mean, if you want to watch cast. a shitty action movie, this is one of the top picks you should put on. Oh, definitely. And it's something that if it's on cable, I will stop like every time and watch it. Yeah. All right, so this slots in at number 30, 32. 32. Could have been higher. Could have been higher, but the tropes Could have been slightly higher. Could have been higher. <laughs> tropes, weren't, tropes weren't good enough for Dustin. So this is Dustin's Let's Just fault. remember this is behind Mission Impossible 1, Die Hard 2, The Watchmen. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm going to stop saying other ones because other ones are really good. So, <laughs> Well, Dustin, it's your pick then. What's, yeah. uh, what's happening next? Next we're going to get uh, more sleazy <laughs> and we're going to watch uh, Savage Streets from 1984 nice looking forward to that thank you guys so much for listening uh, if you like this please tell a friend like us and rate us on on uh, iTunes uh, check us out on Instagram uh, but really telling a friend and giving us a rating on iTunes is the best way to uh, get our profile up or Spotify or one of the other streaming services that you use and we'll see you guys next week <laughs>